Good evening, and welcome to a very frightening episode of Versus Extreme. Oh, 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 oh! Spooky. Spooky. I'm, uh, I'm Marcus, a skeleton guy. Ooh. I'm Tommy, and my dick is a pumpkin. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Tim. A spooky ghost. Okay, so I went with a really 18 plus one on that one. That's, Can that's we do okay. another take? Uh, I was going to ask um, if you guys have had any haunt- good hauntings lately. Actually, yes. Yeah? Um, okay, so one day I was walking to, wa- to do my laundry, right? Oh. I did oh, the laundry. How was this? Okay, listen, listen. I did my laundry and then I, you know, I was leaving, getting up to leave. And I open the door, and all of a sudden, a door behind me opens, too. And so I I leave as fast as possible, and I just run out, and I tell you guys. And, okay, so Tommy tried to tell me that it was just, like, air pressure or some shit like that. But no, it's a ghost. It wasn't a ghost. It was, like, I know, like, oh, it's probably just a draft. That's, like, the old excuse in the book. But it's repeatable is the thing. Marcus, I told him it's a draft because I didn't want to scare him that we do actually have a ghost. We actually have a ghost. Tommy, are you telling me that there's actually a ghost in our house? Have you guys not seen him? No. Oh. Uh, No, there's no ghost. There's no ghost. We don't have a ghost. Tommy, how about our first question? Wait, do we not have, like, more intro stuff that we talk about? Nope. (laughs) Did we not want to tell him that it's the Halloween special? Oh, yeah. If you couldn't pick up on it, this is the Halloween special of Versus Extreme. Um, as we're recording this, it's very scary outside. Yeah. A and 50, inside. 50% right. chance of scary outside. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Here we go. How about this? How about this? I was thinking something more like this. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Halloween episode of Versus Extreme. I Prepare feel- to get your pants spooked off. I feel like that was closer to like Killer Keemstar at the beginning. Killer Keemstar. What like is some Killer drama Keemstar? alert. <laughs> Fuck. Like he's that one fucker what's always like PewDiePie's in the news again for saying fuck. That like like that. Yeah. Can we, let's do some fights. Let's make people fight in our heads. So our first submission comes from Max and Young. Uh thank you Max and Young Thanks, very Max. much. Uh and it thank is you. uh who would be a more thorough lover? Jack Skellington versus Edward Scissorhands. Now, okay, guys. So I already have my own personal opinions on this. I feel like I don't want to say that I'm like the deciding factor or that I know everything about this subject. Oh, p- please enlighten us, Tim. Yeah, no, I want to hear. I want to hear your opinions first. That's what I'm saying. I want to hear how you guys feel about it first. Okay. So this is what my brain immediately jumped to. Um, Jack Skellington, hell of a guy, just fucking phenomenal dude. Right. Um, of course he's a little inexperienced. I'm not going to lie. He seems a little, he's a little goofy. Uh, and I don't think that him and his, you know, bony bod are going to do the job right. He doesn't seem like someone, he seems eager to please. I'll give him that, but he doesn't seem like he, um, can really like, you don't think Jack Skellington could get it? Yeah, like I don't think that he has the knowledge or the know-how to like really, you know, just do something. Yeah, but he does hit that like very tall, thin, in a suit. Tumblr writes a lot of fan fiction about them kind of character. Right, he's a very sensual. Like he's man. a very like he's a very sexualized character, and like also I don't know like. I think he just kind of wins by default because if Edwards, if you're getting hot and heavy with Edward Scissorhands and you're just really getting in there and he like reaches down there, it's just one, two, three, boop, there goes your wee wee and it's gone forever. You can't do anything at that point. Okay, right. Let me, let me hit you with this though. Hold on, I know what you're gonna say, and tongues can only do so much. Okay. <laughs> You know, you just, you need hands. You need to be able to grasp someone, You don't okay? have to. And listen, Jack Skellington, okay, he's got a lot of bones. Huh? Huh? Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's probably got a real thick bone down there. Okay, you know boner, what I mean? boner wee-wee, that's so funny. <laughs> boner wee-wee, Tim. Hey, guys, who am I? Boner wee-wee. 
You sound like Tim. Okay, yeah. all right. You, what is your what is your argument for Edward Scissorhands? What I'm saying though? is BDSM exists for a reason, and uh, <laughs> oh. and like people people you know get their hands tied, their feet tied, they get um and. I don't know, they they just, get their titties chopped off too. No, they don't get their titties chopped off. Well, I mean, some someone should. Okay, someone, I mean, I, somewhere. I kind of see what you're saying. However, this is this is what I'm saying. I don't see this may be a little controversial, but when I think of BDSM, I think of fucking, right? I don't think about loving, you know. Okay. When I think about a lover, I think about someone who's like deep and like kind of mysterious. Someone who is gonna be real nice to you. They're really gonna be. They're just really gonna give it to you, but they're gonna be nice about it. I think if there's anybody who's really gonna give it to me, it's DMX, and the second follow up would be Jack Skellington. Okay. Um, okay. Actually, you know I think what? X is gonna give it to you. Thank you very much. Okay. I I've tried to not be blue. Uh, I mean, this is a pretty blue question, but I'm just I'm just really gonna get in the stick of it now. Um, uh-huh. I'm I'm not getting a blowjob from bony mcbonehead i'm not doing it now that being said a, a, a hand job from scissor hands isn't gonna isn't gonna cut it either well it will that's why it'll it's not it, happening it'll cut it right Listen, off yeah if edward scissor hands can't fondle the balls how far can he how, how good can it be that's the question <laughs> that's what i'm saying though it's like you don't need you, you don't need his hands but it, like, no, okay. that's, he, he does need his hands you no, gotta so, okay edward scissor hands no hands that's it like oh boohoo okay whatever we can do other stuff but bony Mc. Bone guy, that's all he has is bones. There's nothing soft. Doesn't he have like skeleton skeleton powers or something? No, what? no. <laughs> he talks. And he, he's a skeleton. He is pretty that's lightweight though. You can throw him around real easy. Yeah, but that, that like okay, I can throw around um, a stick too. I, I'm I'm not gonna fuck it. Yeah, but I mean the stick is not sentient and also. Oh, so you're saying of... <laughs> so you're saying you wouldn't fuck a sentient stick? No, well. Okay, no, that's really no. discriminatory, Marcus. <laughs> Sorry for all the stick listeners out there. Alrighty, so I think, I think we're settled here. Uh, yeah, Edward Scissorhands. Uh, Jack no. Skellington. Jack Skellington. <sighs> Tommy, can you just read your fucking question? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. So, I was thinking the other day about how shitty some horror movies are in the concept of, like, people getting, like, frozen in fear and not being able to do anything. Because there's so many scenes in horror movies where I'm like... Man, if you just, like, literally had done anything else, you'd be alive right now. But instead, you just sat on your fucking ass and did nothing. And then, oh, no, the guy walked 30 feet and stabbed you. I can I can feel that. So That is fair. I think we're all pretty, like, the three of us, we're pretty... Um, level-headed. We're, we're pretty capable, level-headed people. Yeah. But if you were in a horror movie, if your level-headed, capable self was in a horror movie... Any horror movie, you can pick it, and you had to face the antagonist as though you were the protagonist. Do you think, like, how would you, how would you succeed? Because, like, like for example, if you were in the ring, that girl's just like a wafer. She's like a pastry wafer with glass bones and paper skin. But if she, she but she's a, a ghost wafer. She is. I but have... if she's corporeal enough to strangle you. She's corporeal enough to beat with a steel baseball bat. But I feel like she probably has, like, super strength or something. Yeah. Like, she's just gonna Super strength doesn't do shit if I can hit you with a baseball bat first. <laughs> also, where are the guns on these people? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, all, people all, know... these, all these movies take place in America. Everybody knows that every American household has at least 2.5 guns in it. I'm exactly. sitting on three right now. Yeah, exactly. Dude, my seat is literally made of seven guns. Yeah. I brush my teeth with a Glock. <laughs> If I, I see what you're saying, Tommy. If I were in it, if I was in like the new, the new one, mm-hmm. we watched that movie when it came out. It was pretty good. Well, it wouldn't want you because you're old. Well, I'm saying if I was in their shoes, if I was a kid, little boy, and I lost my my little sailboat down the drain. Oh no, where'd he go? And then clown popped up in the sewer. Pennywise. Pennywise. Well, I'm saying yeah, Pennywise, but I didn't know that. He was clown boy. Okay. He's in the sewer, and I would say. Ah, and run away real fast and not deal with fucking any of it. Exactly. But as a 12, as like a nine-year-old kid. Yeah. That's that's what I would do is run away real fast and go home and tell my mom and dad and maybe call the cop. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I think as I was actually a very, I was a very skittish kid. Yeah. Uh, I was pretty scared about most things. That's like I was fair. scared of the dark. When I read the third Harry Potter book, I had nightmares about Dementors. 
I didn't even <laughs> see him. I was just scared. Yeah. That is the third one. Uh, Prisoner of Azkaban? Yeah. Azkaban? Prisoner of Azkaban? Pris- Prisoner of Azkaban, where the Dementors suck your foot soul out through your ass. <laughs> suck your foot soul out through your ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they suck your fucking soul out through your ass. Oh, yeah, that, that one. Okay. Um, Your fucking soul, as opposed to your regular soul. So I feel like if I was in it, I would I would honestly be pretty scared. If I saw Pennywise in a sewer, I was scared already. I If I dropped like anything down a sewer when I was a kid, I wouldn't get it. I'd just leave it there. Yeah, it's gone. That's for the yeah. poor people now. Yeah, because yeah. like you know how you can go in and take off the little cap and you can get down in there. Yeah, yeah. like for I did that for the first time when I was twenty years old. Whoa, yeah. I've never done that. Are you serious? Yeah, Tommy, have you done that? I've done that once or twice to get like balls that have rolled in the sewer or something out, but like, yeah. oh, most of the time it was some older kid that did it. Wait, I was like, yeah, I actually like you popped off, that. like you popped off the manhole, and like went down the ladder into the sewer. Yeah. And you, you you did that too, Tim? Yeah, like okay, okay. Actually, my story is actually pretty funny. Like, I was riding my little brother's skateboard, trying to show him how to skateboard because he didn't know how to fucking skateboard. Okay. And I was riding it, and I hit a rock, and I almost wiped out, but I kicked his skateboard straight into a sewer. Oh god. And he almost started. Well, he didn't start crying, but he was so upset, and so I was like, <laughs> okay, okay, I'll get it, I'll get it. I would be too if my older brother just kick flipped my skateboard right yeah, into the right sewer to the, drain, right for the shit, man. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I'm, yeah. Well, now I feel left out because I've never been down a manhole. It's hey. okay, Marcus. After we finish recording this podcast, we can go to the nearest manhole. I'm not waiting. Out. I'm going now. I'll see, oh, you, okay. guys. I'll see okay. you guys in a second. Bye. All right. Oh, wow. Marcus oh, he actually, actually just left. closed the door. Wow. Yeah, he's okay. gone. All right, Tommy. This is just me and you. Yep. Um, <laughs> Hi. Welcome to our new podcast, Tim and Tommy, Sans Marcus. Right. Okay. Okay. How about this? This one. Still same version of your question. Mm-hmm. What if we were in Cabin in the Woods? Is that the movie? Cabin in the Woods? Uh, I have I I'm really bad with movies. You haven't uh, seen Cabin in the Woods. I haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, please elaborate and enlighten me on the the plot of this Cabin in the Woods story. Okay, it's like kind of complicated, but basically, <laughs> I'm back. How was the manhole? How was, how was the manhole? There were so many shit men down there. Like, oh my god, a baker's dozen at least. Did you what find Pennywise? Like? I've never I, seen the shit men. I've seen like... their eyes, but I've never seen them. Okay, so take a man. Mm-hmm. and cover them in shit and wow. put them in the sewer they don't speak english they speak a weird like shittish yeah something like that <laughs> okay um every word was like a weird glooping sound um nice i did you? get my sailboat back did uh, you also see pennywise who the clown the clown that lives in the sewers Pennywise. i did but he was covered in shit this is a new bit called when it counts ba 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 when it counts when it counts yeah this is when it counts yeah when it counts and now we're done um so and when it counts we pit um someone who's extraordinary in their field versus someone who is not so extraordinary in uh said field and pit them against each other so in this one solely for monsters inc yeah uh top scarer extraordinaire Goes against SpongeBob SquarePants. 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 Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants. Sully from Monsters Inc. goes against Squint. Fucking shit. <laughs> Son we, of a bitch. Let's take it from the top, buddy. <laughs> let's take it from the yeah. Take it from the top. And this one, Sully e- from Monsters this Inc. This one. I'm so sorry, Marcus. <laughs> Sully from Monsters Inc. versus SpongeBob SquarePants from SpongeBob SquarePants, the hit Nickelodeon cartoon. Uh, who would win in a scaring contest? No, not who would win. Uh, and when it counts. It's how does SpongeBob beat Sully? How does he do it? With the steel baseball bat? No, in a scaring contest. Oh, okay. You dingus. Uh, okay. With I mean, the steel baseball. <laughs> no. Okay. So Sorry, in, I've I just mean, got in the cannon. The ultimate weapon on my mind. <laughs> I feel like there's something that we have to take care of first. We have to set some ground rules as far as SpongeBob goes because SpongeBob is literally the size of a sponge, okay. as seen from the SpongeBob SquarePants movies. Sure. That's true. Um, so is this like? you know life-size spongebob or is this like sponge-size spongebob we're going to make spongebob the size of mike wazowski okay. oh that's a good okay. size that's a good size yeah um ooh, that's a that's a toughie yeah hmm. um let's see let's let's set some some ground rules for the scaring contest uh because they didn't really ever do that in the movies yeah um, we're, we're really treading into like untreaded territory here yeah 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 um which i, I ain't scared of no thing um, except except for ghosts, except shipment and ghosts. Yeah. Um, so, let's say they get ten kids each, 
Um, and whoever can scare the kid, scare the most kids uh, more than the other wins. And we'll imagine that after each scare, uh, a neutral third party comes in and asks the kid, like, oh, if you had to rate your scaring experience on a scale of 1 to 10, how scared <laughs> well, were I mean, you? They basically have a okay. rating system already with how much, like... How much scare juice you can get out of it. Yeah, how much the, the batteries get charged. Okay, yeah, yeah. Then we'll do that. Yeah. Um... I don't know, because, like, SpongeBob's got some experience with scares and spooks and hunts. Because, like, when he worked at night. Uh, oh, shit. And, like, all that shit happened. Yeah. Um, but he was the one getting scared. He wasn't scared. He people. was getting scared, but I think if you get scared, you learn how to scare others. You was know it, what's scary. Was it? What? No, I'm just saying, like, if you get scared, you know what's scary. <clears throat> I think, okay, so SpongeBob has some, like, crazy shit that he's done. Like, um... He's he's hung around the Flying Dutchman. He has like professional scare oh, yeah. experience. I think like I think SpongeBob kind of has that like Monkey D. Luffy capability of like he's strong because all of his friends are strong. Yeah, and so he has access to like the Flying Dutchman spooky shit, which is like Ooh. in my opinion scarier than a big blue mm. boy because I mean, it's a ghost ship full of ghosts that do ghost things. That's fair. Yeah. And if the Flying Dutchman kind of like you know used his magical ghost powers to like fuck up spongebob's face or something he could be pretty spooky imagine like a walking like dry sponge with like i don't know just an absolute fucked up face (laughs) yeah they do they like especially in like the more recent episodes of spongebob they have like super fucked up faces like whenever the camera zooms in you know you know like in flapjack how they did that oh Oh, yeah well they they did that a while excuse me they've done that for a while with spongebob yeah they've done that for a while like do you remember spongebob movie when yeah. they were like, they had that really thinly veiled allegory to like drinking yourself into oblivion after oh, getting yeah. fired from your job or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then they zoomed in on SpongeBob's too. face, and he had like that like, yeah, like five, five o'clock, o'clock shadow, shadow and, and yeah. like pimples and shit He's everywhere. Like, I gotta get to work because Mr. Krabs is gonna <gasps> Krabs <laughs> like that. Yeah, just like that. I think SpongeBob can defeat Sully mm. um, with the Flying Dutchman's help. For sure, with the Flying Dutchman's help, but I think that he can do it solo. Like one out of a hundred times, I think SpongeBob can take it. How would he take it though? What would he do? He can like contort his body in all sorts of like fucked up ways. I don't know. Like so, he would get like the weird factor. Yeah. But SpongeBob's mentality has always been about like serving and entertaining. Like even from the first episode, like SpongeBob's sole purpose was to feed just a fuck ton of fish. I agree with you. So I think I guess in this situation, what would happen is that SpongeBob would like be trying to entertain the kid and then he would do some like really like weird like arm shit like he would like pull off his arms and then they would just keep growing back oh yeah oh that's um, creepy like it starts child... out as a funny show yeah like the kids think they're gonna watch spongebob and then it turns into some fucking sonic shit. cd like the like crying spongebob crying blood face pops up in the uh, middle of the episode and the kids yeah. are like what the hell and then yeah. it turns back boys, for boys, a second it's like a creepy pasta spongebob i got it it's a double decker mm-hmm. hear me out this is gonna put it to rest now i agree that Sully's gonna take it the majority of the time mm-hmm. but get a load of this who is the most successful character that nickelodeon who is the most successful character that nickelodeon who is the most successful character that nickelodeon has ever made spongebob squarepants okay yeah. yeah uh-huh yeah i could i could and it's because he's yeah. he's just so gosh dang funny yeah. actually hold on a second let's not not carl from jimmy neutron okay carl from jimmy neutron's definitely up there but what i'm saying is if you take spongebob mm-hmm. and it's, it's been confirmed in the monsters universe uh, that laughing has more potential energy than than screaming and oh. so, like, if we are using the canisters as the judge for this one, then SpongeBob Fuck. SpongeBob takes it. Yeah, because not only like he'll try and get some scares, and they'll get a little bit, but the laughter that he generates in the like the pre like the build up and the like yeah. wind down, that's gonna that's gonna put it over the edge. Yeah, I think Sponge that's that's how SpongeBob does it. That's how SpongeBob defeats Sully when it counts. So I so our our Reddit question this week. Um, comes from user wow this is a hell of a name uh ccio viajat it's c-i-c-c-i-o-v-i-a-g-g-i-a-t which means nothing to anybody but um and it's this prompt has a lot of rules but we're just going to run with the prompt and a few a few baseline rules for ourselves the the situation is that 100 minecraft steves 
have to defend France from the German army in 1939. Um, hold on a second. Do they have diamond swords? That's what I was gonna ask. So, like... so that's that's the question, right? Like, do they yeah. do they have access to to materials? The, oh, do they have to build stuff and then okay. go out, or like, are they just block boys doing what block boys do? What if they have like a spawn chest? Like, each one has a spawn chest, and then aside from that, they just have to like kind of like dig down and hope they find some diamonds. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got uh-huh. it. I, got it. Yeah. I, I know. I know what what happens. I got it. Hmm. Get a load of this. <sighs> All right, I'm Steve's. listening. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 100 Steves spawn inside of France. Whenever you're in Minecraft and you go to a village, inside of a village there's a blacksmith and you can open up that chest and get all sorts of goodies. Uh, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to divvy up the loot that they got. Assume that every, like, for the size of France, you know, the nation of France, we're going to say. There's at least 100 blacksmiths. Yeah, at least. At so least. we'll say that they have, uh, let's say they have, uh, Iron helmets, diamond diamond chests, iron pants, and fifty percent of them have diamond swords. Fifty percent of them have iron swords. Does that sound fair? What Maybe, about their feet? What's on their feet? I do have one additional thing to include about Minecraft, Steve. I don't know if you've ever played Minecraft, the hit single Minecraft from Mister Minecraft himself, Minecraft. Uh huh. Um, the character has no concept of morality, like, at all. Like, you could just walk into a village and break down all the houses, and then those villagers would just come after you and go, Meh, and then you could give them emeralds and take their stuff. Like, whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. there's no there's no holds barred on, like, what the character can do. So if you just plopped a 100 of them into France and was just give them a directive, like, oh, defend shit. against the German army, it's kind of like a, like, situation where you've just given a 100 reality-warping like entities free reign over your entire country to use every single resource you have in order to fight this menace so like i agree the the hundred minecraft steves not only run through and find the blacksmiths take their blacksmiths shit whatever they decimate that entire town in order to accumulate resources it's kind of like a sherman's march out of france through germany just like but instead of just like oh we're gonna set fire to your fields and tie your railroad ties around trees or whatever it's gonna be we're gonna literally raise the ground down to the 255 blocks below the ground level (laughs) just absolutely fucking decimate your entire shit okay hold on but hold on but after they beat the germans then they can like turn the whole space into like a giant working calculator oh they can but the build-up to that's just fucked but i okay let's but these 100 steves let's let's take a look at their feats shall we Say, they're very square. Yeah. Their feet are. They, their feet are very square. Thanks, Tommy, for that astute observation. You <laughs> well, fuck. you know, I never thought about the fact that their feet are square. That's crazy. So if you give a Steve a shovel, he's gonna want a pickaxe. And with these, <laughs> with these tools, uh, he can dig dirt. Like he can dig. It's been confirmed in Minecraft that a, that a block is one meter. So like, like close to three feet, right? Uh, a three foot cube. So, he can dig. It's a up. little over three feet, actually. He can dig out a fuck ton of dirt. Yeah, he can dig dirt so fucking fast. And then also, whenever he gets past rock, or gets past dirt into rock, he can still go through it stupid fucking fast with his pickaxe. Yeah. And that's only with one of them working on it. If you have two people on it, it goes faster. But he can't dig the bedrock is the thing. Yeah. But that's what I was saying. Like, they raise it down 255 blocks. Or 255 meters. A fucking ravine, a hundred block, like a hundred meters wide, where they've just cut through germany and imagine being like a german soldier and walking up to that and maybe even they've set traps and then all of a sudden a bunch of tnt explodes under your feet and you're falling to a pile of into a like a pool of lava i think regardless now that i think about it regardless of whether the fact they have army like uh armor or not like just the fact that they can get rid of and replace a three by three cube of matter anywhere yeah is fucking insane yeah like like a doorway is like that's nothing two meters tall yeah just boop boop yeah get through that bitch (laughs) like there's no way a german soldier goes up to a three foot thick six foot tall statue and can break through that with their shitty gun or whatever like this is saying they're not even using obsidian yeah. yeah like hitler's over here trying to find like the secrets to occult magic and like apply that to warfare and then all of a sudden these 100 motherfuckers just roll through 
It's like the um, the nematodes from SpongeBob, where they would just show up in a town yeah. and then suck the whole thing dry and keep hopping through. That's what that's what the Minecraft Steves do. That's exactly it. They just they like we've heard of scorched earth warfare. This is gone earth warfare. Yeah, Minecraft <laughs> Minecraft Steve takes it. Steve yeah, takes it for yeah, sure. Absolutely. So, fellas, I have a spooky question for you. Yeah. All right. Um, Lay it on me. So get a load of this. Mm-hmm. This this one requires a bit of setup, so bear with me. Yeah. Uh, would you rather have every video, email, anything digital that you're reading that has the potential to be a jump scare be a jump scare for the rest of your life, and it gets you every time? Like, it just gets you every single time, no matter what. Or get 10 billion farts in the face. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> now, Wait, let me, okay. Let me, now, let me expand upon this a little bit. This is what... So... 10 billion farts in the face. This is what that entails. When you accept 10 billion farts in the face, time pauses. You are transported to a blank white area, kind of like the hyperbolic time chamber in DBZ. Oh, my God. And 10 billion butts, 10 billion butts appear in a line as far as you can see, each unique. And begin to fart in your face <laughs> as each fart happens the next butt comes in line and it's like six inches from your face this continues to happen at a rate of let's say let's say uh, uh one fart a second jesus until all butts have farted wait how okay so hold on how many how many butts how many farts is that it's 10 billion 10 billion farts dude that's fucking long yeah but would you rather go through 10 billion farts in the face or have everything be a jump scare for the rest of your life? Okay, this is actually really tough right now. Yeah. Um, okay. Because 10 million seconds is like three – it's over 30 years. Uh, yeah. Uh, three for, for reference, a billion seconds is 31.7 years. Okay. So times 10, that's 300 and. 17 years worth of farts yeah or every piece of media you consume for the rest of your life is a jump scare yes and you never see it coming so does that okay let me let me ask the like a question about the jump scare thing does that take like regular movies like if i wanted to sit down and watch up the classic up from pixar it's gonna have a few jump scares it's gonna have jump scares in it a few or just one like one per media one one big one or like a bunch of tiny ones it's good like it's a it's a mix match like it might have like one big one that just like really makes you just like shit or like <laughs> it'll have like a bunch of tiny ones that you're just kind of like huh? okay so all my favorite vines have yes jump every scares vine now? becomes a jump scare and jesus and so like you'll watch a vine comp because you're like oh i love vine comps this there's no way this is going to be a jump scare because like in this you know situation you're a fucking idiot and so then like <laughs> after every six seconds you're getting a jump scare after every jump scare your brain resets and it's like well that was just a jump scare localized to its own situation surely Surely the next next one one won't have a jump scare right oh lord that sounds absolutely terrible 10 billion farts in the face do i age during the 10 billion farts no that's the thing time pauses and then once the 10 billion farts are done you come back out a new man so question question (laughs) okay that many farts if you were in to inhale that many, you would die from poisoning. Yeah, or, you would get like well that, and also like farts carry like butt particles. Do you get yeah. sick? Are you no, gonna get pink gonna, eye? We're gonna say that you're not gonna get pink eye. You're not gonna get sick. Okay. Uh, you're not gonna die. You just get ten billion farts in the face. I'll take the ten billion farts. Yeah. Ten I billion think... farts for how many years? Three hundred years? Yeah, three hundred years. Three hundred years of farts, or no enjoyment of media for the rest of my life. Yeah, I think like the jump scare thing would just like drop. Like, man, I already got anxiety. <laughs> if I had to worry about like where the next jump scare, well, I wouldn't even know. But yeah. like, it's like, well, no. See, that's the thing is like you in this reality. It's like you know there's gonna be a jump scare coming. But, like, you just, you just can't... can't yeah. recognize when. Yeah. I feel like yeah. that would make them even worse. Because, like, if you're, yeah. like... I could I could get through come. 300 stinky years to, to live a good life. Okay. You guys are fucking insane. <laughs> are you saying what? <laughs> so, if you... So, you guys are just, like, looking at this, like, abstractly. There's no way that, like... You can't just imagine 10 billion years of farts. 
or 10, 10 billion farts. 300 years of but farts. 300 years of a fart in your face every second doing nothing. No sleep. Okay. Over 300 years of a fart in your face every second. But and I feel... the end is nowhere in sight versus move to a cabin and read books. That's it. <laughs> well, the books the are going to have, have jump scares. Like, how? You said every you piece said... of media. No, I said everything of... that has the potential to be a jump scare is a jump scare. Oh. The books okay. can have jump scares. Have How? you ever been scared from a book? No, I've never been. I've never had a jump scare from a book. It. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a pop up. <laughs> Fuck, I guess you're right. Um, okay, no, no, you know, no, because I have actually thought about this. I actually thought about this, and here's the thing: Tim actually thought of this exact prompt. <laughs> yes, if you're if you've been sitting around for 300 years, getting fart in the face every second. I feel like after a while, it's just kind of menial. After a while, it doesn't really matter. After a while, your mind just kind of zones out and you start getting to the meat of reality. You yeah. start really thinking about the transcendental reality of the world. Yeah. And I feel like that level of insight into my life, bringing it back, just because I had – I got fart in the face. After the first year, I don't care anymore, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to take you a year to get dis- – like, <laughs> not dissociated – to get um, what's it called? Uh, fucking oh shit! What's Nirvana? No. <laughs> to get Nirvana. It takes no. a year to get to Nirvana, guys. Nirvana. Yeah, it takes a, a year of stinky farts to get to Nirvana, <laughs> and then Nirvana. after that, you're just enlightened. Yeah, that's what they don't tell you. Boys, I think I'm a Buddhist now. <laughs> <laughs> More like a Buddhist. Oh, hey. All right, that's the end of the bit. Um, <laughs> Tim, you want to fuck us up with a submission? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, so uh, this submission comes from. Uh, an email that Haley Nassantine, thank you, Haley, very much. Thanks, Haley. Thanks, Haley. Uh, it is the Headless Horseman uh, from The Legend of Sleepy Hollow versus baseball legend Babe Ruth. And this is just straight up fucking each other up. No rules, no holds barred. They're fighting. They're bloodlusted. Bloodlusted. Babe Ruth. No. Babe Ruth. Okay. okay, I want to hear why you think that, but just know that you're not correct. Okay. Um... <laughs> Headless Horseman. He's right. on He's on the horse. Yes. The one horse. The uh, horse. He's on the horse. The, it's, <laughs> the one horse. Has a pumpkin in his hands. That's a jack-o'-lantern, right? Mm-hmm. And his head simultaneously, so he's not really that headless. And then Babe Ruth shows up, uh, points into the stands, <laughs> and Headless Horseman's like, oh, what are you going to do? And then Babe Ruth takes his big old baseball bat and knocks his head a million years away. A million light years away. He can function without the head, A million light years though. away into the stinky butt dimension. Hold on, but yeah, he, can, he, can, he can function without the head. All he has to do is literally run over Babe Ruth with his hor- with the horse. Yeah. Oh, yeah, good luck running over Babe Ruth with the horse. He's gonna, he, he has a baseball bat, and he's literally the greatest baseball legend. See, baseball know, isn't even a sport. the horse. The horse? The horse. You're saying the horse. You're saying the now, horse would be defended. Would be taken back down by one tiny dinky Louisville slugger. <laughs> is that what you're telling me? Listen, the horse. All the horse would need is to have uh, someone to imagine to think that there's another horse behind Babe Ruth. Okay, okay. Wait, wait, and wait. so as soon as they look over there, the horse is teleported over there, and the horse can get the jump right on that motherfucker, Babe Ruth. So. You guys are talking like the horse is in the scenario. I think the horse should be in the scenario. Why? Because it's the headless horseman, not the headless horseman and the horse. Okay, but it's the headless horseman, and the headless horseman is synonymous with the horse. Yeah, he's he's like a, a he's he's a Dullahan. They got the head, the head like, and the big part of them is they got no head. They carry it under their arm, and they got a horse. They're they're a headless rider. Then at least for the sake of this this verses. Could we say that the horse uh, is stripped of all of his deity powers? And He's considered to be a regular horse. Yeah. We can what say we that. commonly think to be a regular what horse. What we think to be a regular horse, yes. Okay, I, I will concede to that. Point. Or what, okay. not what we, but what the masses, what the what Thank the sheeple you. think the the horse to be. What the, the unawakened think the horse is like. Yes. Thank you, thank um, you. Okay, yeah. Um, all right, but so even it's, still. it's a... It's a quote-unquote regular horse in the Headless Horseman versus Babe Ruth. Even still, still, though. I still don't think, like, like, like I said, horses are demons. Horses have, like, no capacity for compassion or emotion. They just have one, one singular thought that drives them, and it's 
pain. <laughs> and it really, is. Tommy, I'm never going to understand. Like, <laughs> you're... have you ever looked at a horse? Yes, I have. I, I don't understand this, Marcus. Like, horses okay. are beautiful creatures. I'm starting horses to think have that... four legs and the capacity for hate, and that's it. No, I'm starting to think that Tommy has like some secret hate for like. Uh, a horse girl that really hurt him back in the day or something Fuck, like dude. that. He just has a very, like, distasteful uh, feeling towards horses Listen, now. I'm just telling you, when the horse rises up, I'm going to be the only one that lives because <laughs> I have, I can see past its lies. Okay. But I'm, I don't think, I don't think that it would be taken down by a little, a, a toothpick, a, a stick of a Louisville slugger, okay. even in the hands of yeah. the great neighbor. You guys want to play like this? Let's fucking play like this. <laughs> Who has the headless horseman ever killed? Um, so many people. None. Yeah. None. You know why? Because anytime that he appears in a piece of media, everybody sees him, and then there's a lightning strike, and they're like, ah, oh, we gotta run away. And then they do, and nothing happens. No, he's killed people. What are you talking about? Who? Have you seen that? He killed Ichabod, didn't he? The fuck? Who the fuck's Ichabod? The Ichabod main Crane, dude. The from dude Legend that of Sleepy the Hollow. Legend of Sleepy Hollow is about. Oh. He's uh, the guy that sees the headless horseman's like, oh man, fuck that guy. Oh, okay. Then, so, okay. One. How many people has Babe Ruth killed? A thousand at least. Okay, Babe. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, okay, we're all running those, this one back. All what? those homers got to go somewhere, and it's in people's heads. That's what happens. So you're okay. telling me every time someone hits a home run at a at a MLB game, uh-huh. that that homer is actually just beating one of the the watchers in the head and kills them on the spot. No, I'm saying that not all of them. But some of them, and MLB covers it up so they can get, you know, that sweet sweet ad revenue. Holy fuck! Yeah, and how many base how many baseballs did Babe Ruth lodge into the noggin of unsuspecting victims? Probably probably a million, if we're being honest. Okay, God. that's a little steep. I'll say maybe around 50, 60 people. Yeah, More I could. You know what, Tim? That's more than one. That's more than Ichabod Crane. Okay, okay, but, okay, hold on. But the Headless Horseman is a timeless being. Who knows how many other Ichabods the Headless Horseman has killed? Uh, I would like to uh, also say that Babe Ruth is a timeless being. Uh, looking back at Exhibit A, the Sandlot, when he appears in Benny's dream, and he said, uh, oh, fuck, what was, what's the line? <laughs> He's like, uh, heroes never die. Heroes never die. Legends are forever. Some shit like that. <laughs> he says, "Heroes never die by Overwatch." Okay, by okay. Bl- how about by this? Blizzard. Yeah. I would like to say that Exhibit B is that Babe Ruth actually died in 1948. No, he lives in the hearts of us all, and anytime somebody picks up a baseball, Babe Ruth lives on. Uh, everybody knows that. Okay, okay, but nowhere did we say that there's a baseball in the equation. We. Okay, Maybe Tim, we did give the headless horse. Okay, this yeah, Sorry. thanks. Okay, however, but like Babe Ruth can't pick up his own baseball and then be alive. No, I'm saying okay, let's. Okay, hold on. So in this scenario, in this scenario, you're saying some innocent bystander picked up the baseball that has been cursed by Babe Ruth, and suddenly Babe Ruth, Babe Ruth's spirit overtakes them, and they are immediately transformed temporarily into Babe Ruth to be controlled by his evil spirit. Who wants to kill the headless horseman? Yes. This is the dopest version of Babe Ruth that's ever existed. This is the only version of Babe Ruth that's ever existed. Okay, True. In... <laughs> I didn't realize Babe Ruth was so dope. Honestly, in this scenario, I think it could go either way. Yeah, because this might like, be a 50 50. Yeah. I'm taking Babe Ruth, baby. I'm still True. going headless horseman. Tommy, what do you think? Oh, God. I don't know. Because, like. No fucking fence sitters. What if the headless horseman picks up Babe Ruth's baseball? Ooh. Ooh. Okay, hold on. I think at that the point. The headless Ruthman. <laughs> the headless <think> Ruth. <laughs> God. Okay. I think at that point that the Babeless Ruth would just kind of take over the world. Like, yeah. they would just be oh, everyone. Oh, oh, oh. Can I one up? Can I one yeah, up real go quick? For it. All right. The Ruthless Babe. <laughs> oh, no. Right there in front of me, and I put the wrong word. The, the ruthless babe. babe. The ruthless babe Fuck. could literally take on any adversary. Like the ruthless babe will kill the entire population. Bonus round. Bonus round. Bonus round. Okay. 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 Ruthless babe. Okay. Versus Gohan from Dragon Ball Z. Teen Gohan can go Super Saiyan two versus ruthless babe. So two ruthless babes. <laughs> I guess God. you're right. Um, uh, 
Um, Hold on. Stipulation. Gohan does have the broken arm. Did Ruthless mm-hmm. Babe just kill Goku? Yes. Gohan wins. Yeah, Gohan wins. Babe, okay, let's say Ruthless Babe didn't kill Goku. Ruthless Babe. Uh, is Ruthless Babe trying to take over the world? Yeah. I think Ruthless Gohan Babe. takes it only because Gohan gets beat the fuck up and then Goku shows up and kills Ruthless Babe. Okay, yeah, I'm down with that one. <laughs> okay, hold on, but like, Teen Gohan was actually stronger than Goku. Yeah. Okay, but like, that is fair. But, but I guess only, only when he was awakened. And also, father son Kamehameha wave is what okay, killed Cell. Okay, all right, so like, all right, okay. all right. Mm. But also, ruthless babe has rete- regenerative mm. powers past simply the physical. Yeah. So let's not forget about that. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Ruthless babe is, ruthless babe is uh, a half spirit, half uh, physical being. Yeah, I think. Damn, boys, ruthless babe is fucking insane. Yeah, I don't think ruthless babe could win in a fight. Uh, but I, I think, think that ruthless babe in yeah in the battle of attrition, ruthless babe will win. Ooh, Every time. That's a big word. Not yeah, not only can he exist beyond the mortal like the mortal timeline, he also could just pop his head right off. And like that's how true. many people can do that? That's true. So uh, I'd also like to put in canon that ruthless babe's he- head that he carries around is a baseball. Like a uh, like a oh baseball jack o' lantern. He just bunk. Yeah. puts it on. I like that. It's just yeah. a bit. Wait, wait. Is it just like a regular size baseball? Because <laughs> I feel like ruthless. <laughs> yeah, Holy it is. Shit. It's a regular size baseball. He also doesn't ride on the horse. He rides on an umpire. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, hold on. An umpire with like baseball bats for arms and legs, though. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> This is a fucking terrifying creature that we've created. We've cre- yeah. cre- concocted a monstrosity. <laughs> um, alrighty, guys. Can I uh, hit you up with one last one last question? I'd be offended if you didn't. Alrighty. So this is kind of a combination between... A collaboration, if you will, between me and Tommy. Who would win an army of 60 angry trick-or-treaters versus a frat house of 15, 20-year-olds? And now here's the thing. The trick-or-treaters are desperate for candy. They have searched the entire neighborhood. No one had candy. And they finally come upon this last house. It's a large house. Uh, mm-hmm. and it's got a bunch of Greek letters on it. They're just like, wow, I bet they have a lot of candy. The frat boys come out, and they're just like, no, fuck off, kids. And they're just like, what did you just say to us? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I I agree, Tim. Like, tr- children are – they're small <laughs> – angry people with a very like small grasp on morality right and on halloween of and other nights similar to halloween that already tenuous grasp on morality just shatters they turn into little candy craving monsters gremlins right. goblins a I lot remember, of them I ghouls was, ghouls yes. too yeah i was actually only allowed to go trick-or-treating one time in my life and I'm pretty sure I killed at least three or four people in the process of doing that. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, if they had any kind of sugar in their pockets, yeah. there's no way they could have stood against me. Yeah, I yeah. But I got I got an apple with a razor in it from one dude. I used that razor to kill other people. <laughs> and the man who gave it to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, I have a few questions about this prompt. Okay. So, these kids, what's the average age? Uh, I'd say the average age will be between 6 to 11. Okay. And any outside help? No. No. Frat House takes it. Okay, but why? I mean, big boys. Yeah. Big boys Big boys beat up little boys. But... Okay, but it's like, they outnumber them one to four. I mean, four to one. Okay, this is... I'm I'm 21 years old as we record this. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I can I can fight three 11-year-olds. And I'm, four not even, 11 I'm not even year olds? a frat guy. I'm four. not even a Chad. Four. Four. Oh, four? Yes. Yeah, I can take four 11 year olds. That's not true. Yeah. No, okay, imagine this scenario. Imagine this scenario. Okay, (sighs) two kids rush in from you. Uh, Their mouths are foaming. They have, their claws are sharpened. They're wearing these costumes. One of them is actually the devil for Halloween, and he has a pitchfork. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, how about this? They all have costumes, and half of those costumes, uh, they're carrying viable weapons they can use against you. Oh, fuck. Uh, but we can grab like whatever's in the house. Yeah, but the only thing you have in the house is a bunch of beer bottles, <laughs> and maybe a cooler or two. <laughs> have you have you considered the deathly properties of a beer bottle? I have, yes. However, have I feel like the kids might have a little bit more range on some of their weapons. Have you considered that you can 
throw Grasp a beer bottle. Grasp a beer bottle by the, the, the small neck part. Right. Turn it vertically so that you have the large part on top. And then hang it way back behind you. Throw it forward and just let go and bean some 11-year-old in the face so hard that it cleaves him in twain. Yeah. Okay, yes. I have imagined that. However, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. There's 60 of these kids, listen, and they're all running towards the house. They're pissed off. They're running right in. I don't think the frat boys will have enough time to think about it. Okay. What, what are the kids going to do? What are they going to do? They're going to murder you. How? E- they have weapons on. Okay, okay, okay. They each have candy bags. Listen, they all have candy bags or candy baskets. All they got to do is if they got a candy bag, wrap it around your face, jump on top of you, get on your shoulders, wrap it around your face. You can't see nothing. You're grasping for stuff. You're grasping for stuff. But you're a chad you're too buff you can't reach above your head right okay can I... and then if one of them's the devil, devil for halloween he's got a pitchfork he's just got to run around stabbing people in the necks their head their heads are bagged up they can't do anything can I now hit... we got a bunch of headless chads running around <laughs> can i hit you with this real quick okay headless before Chad-y. they do any of this before I, they do any of this i push them down and that's it that's all there is to it <laughs> i push them down and i say like get lost kid i Kick them. Okay, you cannot wrong. push down okay, four kids all at once before they have the time to, like, um, at least one of them to get on top of you. Yeah, okay. He gets on top of me. I grab him and then throw him down. No, yeah. I said that you were a Chad. <laughs> I can't. You're a Chad. You Even can't with do my that. Chad, I push him down harder. Tim, I'm going to push kids and you can't stop. Okay, me. I know. I heard you on that. However, there are too many kids for you to push before they get I the s- advantage over you. I still don't think you're fully grasping the, like, deathly properties that a beer bottle contains you could just have like six chads form a wall outside the front of the white columns that create the doorway to your fraternity household for for alpha 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 for alpha alpha (laughs) alpha um and then everybody else throws at the windows gets a bag full of beer bottles and just starts chucking them you have these brick walls there's kids that are climbing up them they got their wall their fucking claws sunk into the walls as they climbing up and then Chadley McChadson grabs a beer bottle and just goes, oh, fuck you, kid, and just throws it down and just knocks him off the wall. Poor PP's okay, on, on, on the second. second floor. Hold on a second. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Because I'm not talking about a bloodlusted battle. Mm-hmm. I am talking about trick-or-treaters coming up to the frat house getting pissed off. Now, here's a scenario. Maybe three or four Chads come out at first. Three mm-hmm. or four of them. Three or four of them at first. There are 60 of these kids out all at once. Now... When we're talking about human minds and psychology, there is embedded in the human psyche shit that makes us not want to fuck with kids. We don't want to hurt a child. As humans, we don't want to hurt children, but children do not have that. They don't care, especially on Halloween when they have been released. Talk about Teen Gohan coming out. Get a little 11-year-old kid, okay? (laughs) They're bloodthirsty. They want to murder. They want their candy, and they don't care, all right? So they will, all 60 of them will team up on the three or four chads and they even if they lose like 10 or 15 kids in the process like after that both i mean actually after the first battle the chads they won't even have time to respond they will be too like what the hell happened and then after this point there's only 12 chads left to defend against maybe like 58 kids so what if this were a bloodlusted battle Tim? how would that change okay if it were a bloodlusted battle the chads had the, the the frat boys have the advantage they have a house they have a bunch of beer bottles they can just snipe them from the roof i'll good <laughs> shot bro target locked um i okay i think i'm gonna take frat guys six out of ten for this one all right well that's okay that's fine okay i hmm, yeah these are compelling arguments I think I'm still going to have to go with frat guys. Like, I think... Yeah, like, Tim, like, your points definitely made me go from, like, an 8 out of 10 to a 6 out of 10. Yeah. Okay, alrighty, alright. I, I think, you. but, yeah, I think with the height and the body mass advantage, they might be able to to hold their own just consistently slightly more than an army of, like, sugar-powered 11-year-olds. Yeah. Right. I'm, I mean, I'm still going to take the trick-or-treaters 7 out of 10. As f- against the frat, maybe I'll take the trick or treaters six out of ten against the frat guys. Marcus, let me run this past you to see if this sways your opinion. The trick or treaters have the 
powers and capabilities of their costumes. Oh, fucking trick or treaters, one hundred percent. Oh yeah, like, yeah. What yeah. The trick fuck? or treaters would win. Like, what's Chad gonna do against one Spider Man? Right. Nothing. <laughs> Poop his pants. Eleven year old Spider Man. Yeah. Well, there, there's no pushing down Miles Morales. Yeah. And you know, you know, <laughs> yeah, one of those just kids. To the ground. <laughs> you yeah. know, one of those kids is gonna go with Superman. You know, one of yeah. them is at That's least. True. And one of them's gonna be the Grim Reaper. One of them's gonna at be Jason Voorhees. There's gonna be like seven Harry Potters. Yeah. Absolutely. And like, there's there's gonna be a whole cadre of them that are just standing out in the middle of the field in their fucking Fortnite Battle Royale costumes. <laughs> oh, fuck. Fucking dancing. Yeah, there's As, like, things so just Fortnite explode guys. around them. God. Damn. That's true. That's fair. Alrighty. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, that's another episode of Versus Extreme. Um, I'd like to say that, uh, you know, we are still on Spotify, iTunes, CastBox, so please give us a bunch of likes, subscribes, and ratings to all of those. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, at uh, Versus Extreme. Uh, and also, I would like to send a big thank you to our producer, Max. Uh, he is wonderful to us. He's been so great helping us uh, do all this, uh, accomplishing all of our dreams. He's such an absolute wonderful guy. Thank you so much. Just an absolute unit. Thanks, Just an man. absolute unit. Uh, it really holds us together. And also, another thanks to uh, Jessica Adams for her uh, artistic designs uh, for our Twitter page. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, and also, tell all your friends, guys, we love it when you tell your friends because we don't actually advertise. So please, tell all of your friends to listen to us and to give us a bunch of likes. Uh, and we will have new episodes every Tuesday. Um, so look out for episode four next Tuesday. Please send yeah. us your submissions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, ab- we actually love your submissions. Yeah, like, like we've gotten we've gotten a lot that have just been, like, gut busters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we like getting, like, new ones every week. So if you, if you have anything that you think, like, oh, this isn't funny, it probably is actually really funny. We, yeah. Yeah, like, it's Chances probably a goldmine. Really and um, send like, us your goofs, send us your gaffes. And send us any projects you're working on, and we'll we'll also plug you whenever. Yeah, we do. local art's important. So uh, if you're like local to the area, please let us know. Send your submissions to us at versus extreme. DM us. Uh, DM us. Just add us. Email us at versus extremecast at gmail dot com. Versus extremecast at gmail dot com. This is Marcus Driscoll signing off. Good night, San Francisco. This is Tommy signing off. My dick's still a pumpkin. And this is Tim signing off. I love you.